Hey, Hannah. Hey, Erica. Or wait, should I say Aunt Erica? Erica became an aunt this past weekend, and I'm just dying to hear all about it. Shout out to baby Daniel. Congrats on being born, my dog. I love you. Get ready for the most amazing life. I'm going to be the coolest aunt ever to you, and we're going to have a blast. I'm jazzed. It's been a really exciting week. Like it's been really, really so exciting for everyone. And how are you? How are, how are things going for you? So good. I feel like it has been a very uneventful week. This movie has been like the highlight of the week. Just going to see it. But, um, yeah, pretty Don't give yourself away now. I'm not giving myself away. Don't spoil it now. Um, no, I, I, I won't. Did anything crazy happen this week in the world that we can talk about? What did happen this week? Honestly, it's just been like the week of the movies. Like that's kind of what everyone's. There are aliens. Wait. Yeah. Okay. I saw something about that, but I don't know anything like any info. What happened? Basically, there was a whistleblower in the government who was just like, we have aliens we have a spacecraft and we have like an alien body but literally no one cares because everyone's just like okay yeah can you (laughs) fix the gas prices please (laughs) everyone's like yeah i don't give a crap wow we finally reached it the summer flew by i can't believe we're actually talking about the movie of the summer yeah other than barbie yeah what do you do you think oppenheimer was like the movie of this like the most anticipated or was barbie Oh my gosh, I don't know. I think, and you know what I was thinking too? Mm. Would they have made as much money if they weren't opening on the same weekend? That's because a really I feel interesting. Like they almost advertised for each other because they were yeah. saying, Barbenheimer, it's going to be crazy, a double feature. You got to go check both of them out. Do you know what? That's a really good point. And I don't know because. I feel like without Barbie, I feel like Oppenheimer probably would have done really well because I feel like they, if I'm, maybe I'm wrong, but I do feel like they started advertising Oppenheimer or they dropped a couple of teasers for Oppenheimer before Barbie. And so I think it was a little Mm. bit more like hyped. Yeah. Or just like the anticipation was a little bit longer. But I mean, obviously, it just depends on the demographic. I mean, I remember when the Oppenheimer stuff first dropped, people were like, this is Nolan's first thing in so long. And like, yeah, like Nolan people were like super into it, which are you a big Christopher Nolan fan? I he's been growing on me from the past couple of years for sure. OK, um, I haven't seen all of his movies, but I for sure respect the guy wholeheartedly. He's an artistic genius in my mind and just so so smart and the things that he's made in the past like what is your favorite Christopher Nolan film if you had to pick one Mm, I don't love a movie that makes me think backwards (laughs) yeah that's for sure I don't like a movie that messes with the time and space continuum I feel like all of his movies are connected like that it's always with time space something more grand than us as people and yeah it's i feel like you leave his movies feeling just mentally exhausted my favorite christopher nolan is definitely the prestige that is such an incredible movie i really loved his dark knight oh absolutely okay okay (laughs) well then to answer your question my favorite christopher nolan movies are 
prestige and that one dark night (laughs) (laughs) and that one dark night that is so good did you see interstellar yes we've talked about this i didn't love it oh yeah wait that is kind of crazy but that's a conversation for another time okay well guys the moment you've all been waiting for it's the movie buffs hot take of christopher nolan's oppenheimer so highly anticipated i like always, Erica, I'm dying to know what you thought about this movie. I think it's your turn to go first. I really want to just hear what you thought. You sent me a long text after you saw this movie, just keep prepping me before I saw the movie. You need you will need a snack. You will need to sit under something comfy because you're yes. yeah, you'll just be so uncomfortable. I made two grave mistakes before seeing this film not eating enough and having lower back pain that I did not treat with paracetamol because we hit like hour two and I was like, okay, don't think they've dropped this bomb yet. We're I'm strapping in. First of all, there were some freaking misconceptions about this movie. You're going to see so many burn victims and like this movie's going to scar you for life. That literally didn't happen. I know Erica sent sent me a text. This was like a month ago and we were reading early reviews of the movie. I was freaking out because people were thinking this movie was more of a horror film. Um, And then Erica just sent back a text saying two words, burn victims. (laughs) And I was like, oh my gosh, I'm not mentally prepared for this movie, Erica. And I don't know where you got that information. Sorry, hold on. Where did you read that? Do you remember sending that text? You were like, Hannah, be careful. Two words, burn victims. And that never happened. Oh my gosh. I think I remember like seeing like a YouTube comment or something and somebody was just like, get ready. You're about to see some of the craziest burn victims you've ever seen in a cinema. And I was like, oh my gosh, like burn victims. That sounds horrible. We didn't see much of that. Okay. To answer your question, if my enjoyment of this film was poured into a sieve that somehow measured time that sieve would be exactly an hour and a half i enjoyed an hour and a half of this movie not like i enjoyed a specific hour and a half i just accumulatively enjoyed myself for an hour and a half the rest of the time i was like you've lost me i mean i i liked it like i thought it was good but i was like slightly underwhelmed like we didn't see the big bomb drop was a test so i feel like that was really like where the movie sort of fell flat for me i was just like did i want to see the bomb be dropped on hiroshima no i'm not a psycho but the stakes just weren't as high for me because it was a test so i was just like we have show me japan at least i know we have so much to talk about regarding that because i think people just I think people just didn't know what to expect when going into this movie because I think I talked to a lot of people who were just assuming this movie would be covering the actual droppings of the bombs like Nagasaki and Hiroshima, but it 
the movie was largely covering the Manhattan Project yeah, and the actual yeah. test. What are people generally saying about the film? I think it goes on both sides. I've been hearing people are saying this is Nolan's magnum opus, like the best thing he has ever made, or people are leaving kind of disappointed. Where did you fit on that? Oh my gosh, this is hard because... Like you, I had such a bad viewing experience. All the trailers roll, we see the Nicole Kidman ad, and then bam, nothing. And so the movie doesn't start for, we're just watching the clock, everyone's like, just sitting there, like, we're like, where is the movie? Um, So it doesn't start for another, like, 30 to 40 minutes. And so by the time the movie started, it was an hour behind schedule, and so it didn't start until, like, 9.30. On top of all of that, um, the AC wasn't working. So it was just so warm and humid in our theater. I was like, I feel like I'm about to pass out, and my back is killing me, because I've been sitting here for, like, four hours at this point at the end. Oh, my God gosh yeah that is so bad and the whole time i was like why didn't i bring like a cushion for my lower back or something my gosh but um go saturday at noon or something like don't do an evening showing of this because after a whole day of work you don't want to sit for three hours talking about science especially if you're prone to falling asleep at night during movies which i for sure hannah is Anna is like queen movie sleeping. Yes. (laughs) Yeah, because I'm just so relaxed. But um, wow. Also, we should have brought some earplugs too, like your text said. Um, There were several times that I just had a legit jump scare from the theater. For which which part? Like the the big drop? Because that's kind of the one everyone's talking about. Oh, yeah. Um, Yeah, during that... Oh my gosh, the the test. I was like, the music heightens, everything is heightening super fast in my ear. I'm just like covering my ears the whole time. I'm like, something bad's gonna happen. I plugged my ears when the bomb dropped, obviously, and then the light shone for like 10 minutes. So then I unplugged my ears. The second I unplugged <laughs> my ears, I, I knew that was gonna happen. It blew I knew up. What, there would be huge sound, but I was like, "I'm just <sighs> gonna hold it here for ten minutes until so that comes." But I don't know. I mean, I do know we weren't good at science. We weren't good at math. But it is actually such a crazy part of history that I don't feel like we ever learned about. Of just like the concept of like basically racing other countries to have the upper hand in warfare that is a really fascinating thing and i loved learning about the history of that we as a country were kind of like i mean there's like so many different sides to this but like in a lot of ways and i think the movie did do a good job of that of showing both sides but like we kind of were at a draw where it was just like someone had nobody could you couldn't trust anyone in this time you could not trust anyone not just because people thought you were spies but because people thought you were a communist and I think that that was an element of the movie that took me by surprise like the movie a lot of the movie was based around trying to prove if Oppenheimer was a communist or not yeah and I didn't realize they were gonna take that route talking about that but um I'm sure the general public doesn't know a whole lot about that side of history, too. So that was for sure interesting to learn about. Um, But yeah, like we were saying, Erica, we talked a little bit about this before, but um, we had this unit in like 10th grade where we were were learning all about World War II. And 
Um, there was one, we had this teacher that we loved, Miss Johnson, shout out, but um, she showed us this documentary all about the atomic bomb. I think it was called the A-bomb or something. I don't know. It was just so graphic. And I almost wish we saw that in the movie too. Just a brief um, glimpse into the dark, dark visuals of how this affected so many innocent people because um, I would really, I think that would really bring home the fact that how, like, it would affect him so, like, psychologically, like, even more, like, seeing, I don't know, yeah. like, seeing those. I I so agree, and I think that that's why I was a little bit taken back by, I guess, the direction of the conflict in this film. It wasn't really about, like, the impact of the atomic bomb so much if it was like Oppenheimer's reputation at the end of the day where it was just like I I thought the movie beforehand was gonna be like a should we have dropped it or should we not have dropped it and it really wasn't sort of discussion yeah because that's kind of the discussion that surrounds Hiroshima and like what happened it's just like should we have done it or should we not have done it where this movie kind of wasn't taking that angle and maybe it was good that it didn't. I'm not exactly sure what I expected, but it definitely wasn't that. It was really more so about just like Oppenheimer's reputation. And I feel like the last hour of this movie was basically just like who sabotaged him. I I was really expecting us to like see the plane fly over or something that indicated that the bomb was dropped. We literally got like a radio blurb yeah, I think this definitely focused more on his psychological torment after dropping the bomb. Like, I can't imagine creating something that was used in a way that just killed hundreds of thousands of people. And he was like a sole reason for that. Um, so he was just like completely tormented after his creation and after they dropped it on Hiroshima and Nagasaki. But I don't know. I th- in a weird way, I do kind of think we could have just seen more glimpses of like the actual destruction of the events. And people are saying that online. I've I've heard a lot of reviews. People wish we could have seen like the graphic images because it just lightly touches on it, and we don't see the true horrors of that. Yeah. I guess it would have helped me empathize with him so much more yeah, because that's exactly I imagine what I'm saying. <clears throat> yeah, I imagine he must have felt immense guilt and immense you know turmoil about creating something as dangerous as it was. Yeah. But it was also a little bit hard to like fully understand how he was feeling because in the back of my mind I'm just like, bruv what did you think they were going to do with this bomb? I know. Yeah. And I don't know the, all the info in that. Cause I do think he knew what it was going to be used for, but the further he progressed in his creation, I feel like that became more and more real for him. And so, hmm. um, that was something hard to grasp, but I don't think a lot of people, which is sad, but I don't think a lot of people our age know about that side of history because I talked to some friends about going to see this movie and they had no idea about this history of dropping a bomb on Japan. And I was like, yeah, it's about the atomic bomb. Yeah, so people just, um, I don't think a lot of people know about that either because, I mean, more 
people talk about World War II and the Holocaust and the Nazis, yeah. but we don't really talk about that side as much. And but, I wonder, I mean, this movie could have been a really good opportunity and it, this, that wasn't the, this movie's purpose, which is fine. Like it's not, it's not mm-hmm. a bad thing. It's just, this could have been an opportunity for the movie to be like, I, I guess I just thought it was going to be like pro drop or not. And it wasn't, yeah. but it could have been a good like educational tool to like teach people that like that did like twonk a whole country up for a long time and like still is and we didn't really discuss it yeah but just like you said I just think it would help us empathize with him more because we did they did show it in a way that was very creative like there was no sound when the crowd erupted after they dropped the bomb and there you just hear this blood curdling scream of this one girl in the stand and i think that was kind of cool and they showed people like throwing up and they showed people um hugging each other under the banisters like i've been like thinking about a lot of things ever since seeing this and one of the things i was thinking about they pushed so heavily for this movie to be in IMAX in 70 millimeter and it was gorgeous to look at I didn't go see it in IMAX but I did see the 70 millimeter version but I almost is this like such a hot take but I almost don't think it was like you don't need to see this in IMAX I was a little confused why they pushed it so much yeah yeah I guess I just when I was expecting the bomb drop I thought maybe we would see see it again the impact of the bomb like actually in full effect like like i said like we we got the test of it yeah and and i just don't know if that packed the same punch as like dropping it yeah like seeing it being dropped like what would it have felt like for the pilot to be driving the bomb like what would it have felt like I don't know. I mean, obviously, it was a movie about Oppenheimer. Yeah, and it like, it wasn't like about a... the atomic bomb. It was a biopic of his life. But coming off of, like... <clears throat> I mean, this movie was obviously about, like, pride. Like, this is about pride and war and, like... Not even, like, war so much as just, like, pride. Like, what happens when, like, men really, really, really want... The gold, and when their man-made and creations like, almost become too powerful too fast and it's out of their control. Mm-hmm. And I hated that the only two women characters were like so violently unlikable. I know. And I've, again, my favorite female movie critic, she said that this is kind of a hot take too, but she was saying like Nolan doesn't do a very good job like um, writing female characters and so bad i know and i was think i was like emily blunt's character annoyed the crap out of me and i don't know if that was her personality to cry at everything that happened to her or if that was just a take on like girls in general but oh my gosh emily pull it together she was also just like so one-dimensional like every time she opened up her mouth you were like oh she's she basically just like shamed him the whole time and was just like you're a you're a baby yeah that was her trope the entire time. And I was like, seriously, like, why is she in this movie then to like further home? What point? Yeah. Like, whoa, is Oppie. He has a bad wife. Yeah. Don't care. I know. I know. And then Florence Pugh's character is just like, but what if I need you? 
Oh my god! It was just like, <laughs> sorry. After Gre- after a Greta Gerwig movie, those female characters just don't hit. <laughs> and I know that was so much more prevalent of the time for females to be so much more passive and kind of yeah accessories. But wow, we really saw it in this movie. They were just so um, like hysterical emotion yeah they were hysterical they were emotionally hollow and it was nice to hear like to learn about his history like he had an affair is it was, was it nice that was definitely was it nice to i mean learn it was about good information I, I have affair i didn't know this guy up until this year i didn't really know anything about oppenheimer so i was just learning yeah i never want to learn about men in history's affairs ever i like i literally don't care is there a character you liked in this like who did you like i loved killian murphy i loved oppenheimer i thought i i did empathize with him a ton i just cannot oh you did i did i wish i could have oh, empathized so you did. with him more but i did for sure empathize with him so you didn't need to see the burn victims no i would love to see the burn victims um, yeah, okay. You know, it would just be cool if we got a shot of him, like, if th- someone was flipping through a newspaper and we saw an image or something, an actual image that was taken back then. So the audience could be more aware. And, yeah, it's just the blood curdle- the blood curdling scream and, like, those like cues that we got of people suffering, did I don't think did justice to how horrific that was event actually was so i just wish we got yeah it was almost like um, the movie assumed you knew how awful it was and so many people don't like just relied on you having all this background yeah and people really really don't is this a really inappropriate time to say that that documentary we watched in history class had a really catchy rap would you drop drop it would you drop drop it would you drop drop it would you drop the bomb (laughs) <laughs> erica that is like maybe an okay. inappropriate time to sorry say sorry no, no, it's okay no i just i told that to a friend this past week and they were like that is so insensitive oh my gosh actually I was- <laughs> okay i will edit that out no 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 we could keep it i just want to say that rap was maybe very insensitive but yeah it, they made it catchy yeah. for sure drop the bomb they were just talking about would you would you drop it or not and i feel like that's an impossible question and i'm so glad i'll never have to make that choice but so impossible overall i think it's fair to say there were elements of this movie that were massively appreciated by me loved the soundtrack it was very intense it was such a build-up that like that hour and a half of the movie that I really enjoyed I was like getting so giddy I was like this is great this is such an amazing build-up like I loved when they were gathering all the scientists together and yeah. they were building the the village I was like this is amazing the hype is so here this is awesome and like I feel like it paid off it was like it was a good payoff like I feel like the visuals of the bomb getting dropped amazing did the rest of didn't the movie, get dropped well the test. <laughs> bitter about not seeing it drop no it's okay also i did want to i mean this is my last question for you it's just um he prides 
Well, this film is being prided on the fact that they didn't use a lot of CGI, but I don't even think that's a bad thing sometimes when you're trying to, like, try Drop to an achieve- atomic bomb? <laughs> I think but it like, called for a little bit of CGI. You're achieving to tell this story about, like, yeah, like, a huge part of history that involved atomic bombs and yeah they could only do one and yeah that looked stunning but honestly they could have afforded to do some secret all right yeah it doesn't like that's um, probably why they didn't give us any burn victims hannah he wasn't about to cgi that's true fake stuff Uh, that's true he would have had to actually burn people we could have seen images that's fine yeah but we we i think we overall enjoyed the film it just wasn't maybe like we, I don't think I was the target audience for this, and that's okay, but I don't ever feel like the target audience for Christopher Nolan, so I can yeah. sleep that night with that. <clears throat> Me either. I don't feel like I'm his target audience either, but I appreciate, I deeply respect and appreciate his work because it is just so, it's like a masterclass in filmmaking. Everything, Amazing. he thinks so highly about every single detail of this film, and I for sure feel like it's going to take home some Oscars for sure in the sound department. Are you kidding me? My eardrums are still recovering (laughs) for the sake of your eardrums. I hope it wins the Oscar. I hope it wins an Oscar anyway. Well, dude, this was a, this was a great little recap for history for me. It makes me like want to do a math packet or something. Cause like, I feel like my brain's kind of gone to rot ever since I left school. Yeah. Like, could you, you remember like when all of the like equations were on the board? Like, did your stomach drop a little bit when you saw all of the math they had to do? I was like, if someone came to me and was just like, could you divide these fractions? I think I couldn't. I remember the last day of math class in literally college and yeah. or, sorry, high school even. And I remember mm. on that day thinking, this is the last day I'll use math. <laughs> And I forgot everything I learned. (laughs) No, I'm just Yeah. I've had to help so many, like, kids in childcare with their after-school homework. And, like, I've definitely had to, like, use use the internet more than I'm comfortable with to do basic math. Yeah. No, seriously. So, thank God no one's coming to us to build anything of scientific Seriously. Seriously. Well, it's a good thing I'm going to see you next week, Hannah, because I can't believe it's about it. time I see you in person. I love you. It's been so long. I can't remember the last time I saw you in person. New York? I think, it, yeah, Your it was birthday? November. Um, I'm so excited to see you. We'll do an in-person episode next week. I'm so excited for it. I can't wait to see you next week. Okay. I love you. Bye. We'll see you guys next week. Baby, bye.